So well, just, what a crazy week for Kamala's out there, right? We have Kamala Harris, and then now we have the passing of Kamala. Uh, a good week and a bad week for Kamala. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a mixed bag. Mixed bag for Kamala. <laughs> Kamala week. This should be known as Kamala week for sure. The following announcement has been paid for by the Put Me Over podcast. Hey guys, what's up? We're here for, uh, for another episode. We're missing Drew. I think he followed uh, Connor into the wasteland or some shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he might be busy, but uh, shout out to him. Hope he's doing well. Um, we're here. It's just me, Byron, Dick, and Bobby going by our own kayfabe names today. It's kind of a weird week. Um, it, it's obviously abbreviated. Um, there's not a whole lot to talk about. Well, there is quite a bit to talk about. Um, it really happened more so last week. Uh, obviously, we, we can't not mention the passing of Kamala. Uh, Kamala passed away at the age of 70. He was uh, he was definitely an interesting character in the in the wrestling business. Uh, you know, he started off uh, working for um, working for uh, Jerry Lawler. Actually, Jerry Lawler came up with the idea of having uh, this Ugandan giant. And you look back at it now, and you see someone like a Kamala. Can a Kamala work nowadays in in, in 2020? It's such a different era. Right. It's so racist, too. Like, even when I was a kid, I remember asking my dad, like, hey, do all Africans look like that? Or the, why, why is he not wearing shoes? Like, I was always confused on what yeah. was Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy racist time. Like, they they played, they put every stereotype on um, on what an African man was <laughs> or should or they thought was at the time, uh, uncivilized didn't speak, um, apparently was a cannibal. Um, this is just a lot, dude. And you, you look you look back at then and, and you look at it now, like someone like him could, could not, um, w- there's no way his, his gimmick would work now in 2020. Um, but I mean, just real quick, um, what do you guys have any Kamala memories as far as um, matches or any type of special segments that you, you wanna share? No, I, other than the fact that he was kind of jobber adjacent. Uh, although he was a pretty good worker, surprisingly, and again, he worked barefoot, barefoot which I'd always be concerned even as a young kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know, other than just seeing him on Superstars on Saturdays, I'd, yeah, there was no big, he didn't have any five-star matches, to me at least, or none that I can recollect. What about you, Bobs? Not really. I mean, I, I, I vaguely even remember him as a wrestler. I just remember, you know, uh, you know, he, he just never talked. He always slapped his stomach and it was just like, he would just let out these grunts, but I, no match like comes to mind when it, when I think of him, it's just, it's odd, but I know him as a wrestler. Right. What a crazy, probably, a lot of people probably remember him best as having his food with the undertaker back in but the early right. 90s. Um, and, uh, and, and, and after, a little bit after that return Babyface, he, he did, uh, these skits with, um, Reverend Slick where he was trying to civilize them. They, they, they taught him how to bowl, yeah, yeah. taught him how, um, I, a couple of other things. I remember the bowling one was, um, the one I remember the most. And, um, I think that's just the things like we remember Kamala from WWE and a little bit of the WCW, um, more so in the early '90s and in the late '80s, because in the late '80s he did he was there for a little bit and he did have a run with Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. and uh, they were doing pretty pretty good business back in the '80s. Um, but there's a lot more to Kamala than just um, working for WWE. But um, yeah, definitely 70 years old. Um, apparently, yeah, he's only 70. 70. Yeah. Damn. 
he's had a lot of health problems, but I think he did contract COVID, and that might have been the cause of his death. Um, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, wow. Well, what, what a crazy week for Kamala's out there, right? We have Kamala Harris, and then now we have the passing of Kamala. Uh, a good week and a bad week for Kamala. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a mixed bag. Mixed bag for Kamala. <laughs> Kamala week. This should be known as Kamala week for sure. Yes, the Kamala week. <laughs> and we, and uh, just and 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 not and just to kind of um, change change course a little bit. Um, WWE for the longest has been trying to um, have SummerSlam outside of the PC. Originally, it was supposed to be in Boston, and of course, due to COVID and and due to the pandemic, uh, they had to change plans. Um, so for and they were doing it at the Performance Center for the longest, but it appears that uh, that might not be the case for SummerSlam, and actually for a select few shows uh, in the next coming weeks, as uh, they're going to be uh, filming SummerSlam from the Amway Center. They're filming it. Not going to be live. It'll be live. It'll be live. But it'll just be at the at the Amway Center. Um, I don't know if it's going to be entirely live. I mean, it could be possible they might have a a, a, a cinematic match for for the card. We don't know yet. Um, there's it hasn't the card hasn't been fully revealed yet. But it appears that they're going to have the actual event at at the Amway Center instead of the the, the PC. I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, it's. Um, they obviously can't have a crowd. Uh, they're not going to be able to have a paid attendance. Something Vince really wanted to have. Yeah, to have. I was wondering if they were going to have that because I noticed uh, AEW is starting to have like audience members and stuff. Um, well, even some soccer matches had people in the audience. So maybe they're not paid, but maybe they were invited. The, yeah. the thing with the thing with AEW was that they were invited. They they don't have paid fans there, um, and they've been doing it for a while. Uh, if you notice on some of the uh, episodes of Dynamite, they were uh, they were segregated from the crowd. Um, yeah. A couple yeah. weeks ago, when they did have fans, they were all the way up in the upper deck. It looked like this week they that, that some were in the upper deck and some were you know with the crowd, but it was more of a private invitation yeah. than having yeah. actual fans there and, and purchasing the ticket and being in the crowd. I don't know if they. I mean, it may not be a while before any major promotion does that. No, um, no. I know certain indie shows have been kind of trying to put um, shows outside and trying to draw a crowd, but um, as far as WWE having a live crowd for SummerSlam, it appears that's not going to be the case. But we'll see how this uh, Orlando, or this show, the SummerSlam is going to be at the Amway Center. What do you guys think? That's kind of crazy. I mean, uh, really happy for them that they're trying it out, seeing what they can do because watching the PC week to week gets kind of old and boring. Even AEW, like. Uh, that's why the Raw Underground, to me, hit so hard because it came at a time when you were just getting hit with the same shit every fucking week. Uh, yeah. But yeah, good luck. I hope I hope it's success. And I hope the matches are good. Big arena I, feel. I mean, I think that everyone's looking for something different for these shows. And um, it kind of sucks that they're always the same. They let fireworks off and stuff, try and make it look different. But it generally, like, always looks the same. And it kind of gets tiresome and it feels like you're watching the same show over and over again so hopefully this is a change up and they're able to like record something there you know other show other stuff to put on the show to divert away from the same performance center every week right and that's where the orlando magic plays so that's gonna be nuts it's a big arena a full-on arena yeah oh. and, and and see that's my thing is that if you're gonna have the same amount of people that are there at the pc going to be 
at the Amway Arena when they do SummerSlam. It, it, I don't. It just feels like it's so empty. But I'm. I'll. I don't want to say I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, but I'll like let's let me see what they do, and you know maybe I'll I'll withhold judgment before I think it's a good idea or a bad idea. I mean I don't know why they didn't want to do if if they they could have done an outdoor setting. They're in Florida, you know, summertime. They could have been done it at, at a beach. Right. Or, yeah. And there were talks about you know you know Vince McMahon has his own personal yacht. Like he could have done it on on his yacht. I mean, there could have been other ways around, and there could have been creative ways around to doing it. But to do it in an empty arena, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt for this one, although I know better than not to give them the benefit of the doubt. But you know, we'll see. We'll see how this turns out. And uh, SummerSlam is going to be, I believe, it's going to be. Is it next week? It's ne- <laughs> I let think me, it is actually. I believe so. Let me let me double check because wow. I I know WWE is going to be very busy. Uh, pay-per-view wise they're going to have SummerSlam, and then the week after that they're going to have uh payback yeah they're doing week week after week and then also they're doing uh nxt next weekend too oh so right next weekend it is okay so it is next next week's going to be quite interesting because uh dynamite is going to be on saturday the 22nd takeover is going to be the same day as well i don't believe they're going to be competing directly they might have like an hour overlap where they'll be competing competing directly if i'm not mistaken, um, and then Sunday SummerSlam, and then uh, the week after that's a uh, payback. So this week's gonna be quite interesting as far as uh, the go home shows for um, really for um, for for really for all four. I mean, really for all three for all three brands on WWE to see how they how they delivered. Because I thought Raw was good this week um, for the ending for um, Ric Flair and um, and Randy Orton. I thought that was a good way to to get Ric Flair out of um, the PC. Hopefully for good. Hopefully for I, good. Be, I don't know why they had him in there to begin with. I, they didn't really need Flair for that storyline at all. Um, but it makes Randy more of a killer. And, you know, I, we'll see what happens to see if, uh, if he's ready for uh, – it appears it's going to be him and Drew at SummerSlam. So um, we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, hopefully cool. they get the final off. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, other than that, Raw was kind of like blasé. Do you guys have any like big takeaways from Raw? No, they did. <laughs> I didn't catch it. I, just, <laughs> I mean, it just did nothing. Cause I mean, I I don't watch it live because I don't have cable, so um, I catch it afterwards. But I see everything on the internet. Right. Instagram, WWE posts it like immediately after the show, so I I catch it on there. And like, if it looks interesting, I'll watch it. But honestly, nothing looked interesting. Even that Randy Orton, uh, Ric Flair thing. It didn't look interesting. Like, well, I don't. What are they doing? <laughs> and honestly, Bobby, by what you just said right now, I think that's what's going on with all wrestling. People like are just bored of it, and then they'll look at their timelines or our social media or websites to see exactly. if anything will happen, and then watch it in reverse versus watching it live, unless there's an advertised big match or something, right? So. Yeah. Exactly. And. Watching it afterwards, you're able to fast forward through all the gunk and yeah. junk that you don't want to watch. So it makes it easier to handle rather than sit there for three hours watching wrestling. That's essentially Raw every week for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I won't watch Raw live. Um, I actually won't watch any of the shows live. I'll watch them on a slight delay. So that way I can go ahead and like if, if I need a fa- – especially fast forwarding through the commercials. 
Uh, but with raw, I make it a priority where I, I wait until like it's completely done, and then okay, let me go ahead and and and, uh, and watch it. Yeah. Um. The one thing I want to say real quick about about raw was um the raw underground. Um, Dolph Ziggler was back on there, and he lost. <laughs> and I don't know why. I mean, it's it seems like if you're trying to build him up to, for 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 Dolph Ziggler to do something, and then the only to have him lose, it's like, well, what's the point of having him? He's just like, can you really take someone like a Dolph Ziggler seriously? Yeah, he's a he's a he's a, a high end um, high end jobber now. Yeah, he's he's really been like that um, for for years. Where he'll have like a a rare like, well, we can go ahead and push this guy. And there's nothing nothing against Dolph Ziggler. He's a talented dude. He should really be more than what he really is at this point. But he's just pigeonholed to have that role, and that's what WWE sees him as as a guy who can get people over. He's an enhancement talent. A glorified yeah, yeah. attachment talent, basically. He, he's a he's a mid talent. That's all he is. Yeah. Keep him there. <laughs> um, that's crazy. What did you guys think of that? Um, I think Drew tweeted it out, or or you guys might have DM me, or one of you guys did uh, that new TNT title on AEW. Oh yeah, yeah. I we we shared it in our little chat, and um, and dude, it looks nice. I'm actually like, <laughs> looks better than it was before because it's yeah. just silver and red. It's gold now, huh? It's like yeah, gold. they they made everything gold. It's got a little bit of silver in it, but I think it looks like a like a championship for sure. Well, it's definitely an improvement for for the twenty four seven title they had before, but uh, <laughs> but hopefully give some prestige because I'm still not feeling AEW week to week. Uh, it's all although the Orange Cassidy thing was a highlight. He actually beat Jericho, which in the sloppiest finish, by the way. You guys I wasn't yeah. a big fan of that match. Uh, the, their first, their first match was way better. It's just, it, for whatever reason, this match it just didn't seem like they were. It felt, it felt off. And I'm glad you mentioned Jericho because um, that uh, last Saturday he, uh, Fozzie did play at Sturgis, and it depended on how you, what, what reports you, you, you heard. I mean, and whether I was outdoors or indoors. But there was a couple photos where it definitely looked like that the crowd, they weren't wearing masks, they weren't social distancing. Um, whether or not if it was an outdoor or an indoor venue, it just seemed like it was just a, it was just a recipe for disaster. Uh, but Jericho did defend his um, reasoning behind it, saying that um, the band was in the bus the entire time and they would only come out when they were ready to play. And as soon as they played, they left. Those who were in, in the attendance, they were in the crowd. They were um, given masks if they weren't if they weren't uh, masked up. They took temperature checks. Apparently, they did all these protocols to make sure that um, no one came in sick. Um, and then apparently, he did wrestle on, on Wednesday, so he tested negative on it. But at the same time, though, this could have been a this could have been a disaster. It's probably. Uh, what, what was that, Brian? I said it's probably going to be affected by COVID for sure. From that show part, and that's the thing. It's like he was he tested he tested negative on that Wednesday. You know, it it's still he's still not out of the woods yet, and neither is anyone else in AEW that has interacted with them. So we don't like it. It just seems like it was like I understand Jericho. You know, he he thought he did everything he could possible to not put anyone in danger, but at the same time, maybe it's not a good idea. Well, let's see. I'm. I'm going to be wrestling in a couple days. Uh, maybe I shouldn't really be doing this concert at all. You know, it was kind of like I, I could see it he's, both he's, ways, but uh, he's already uh, 
announced that he's going to have like a bunch of shows. So I don't, I, I mean, I mean, I guess cause you know that he's going to have these shows. So he's going to be gone for like, I think it was from like October to like December. So Those he's got all these, months. yeah, he's got all these shows lined up and you know, I hope he's not wrestling then because then he's putting the show at risk because right. one person gets sick, then more people get sick and then there goes the show and AEW's done for a couple months. Right. You know, and it could I just don't... ruin everything. He tried to make it like, okay, like, oh, there's all the, the, that over where Sturgis was, there was only like a couple hundred uh, infected or whatever for the day or something like that. So he was trying to make it sound okay, but realistically, Dude, just don't have the show, man. Yeah, chill out, bro. No one I, I, I agree. It was it was it was not a good idea for him <laughs> to have it in his mind. He thought he did everything he could to have the show. Yeah, so I, I get why he did that, but at the same time, it's like you know, there's a pandemic going on, and then and then on top of that, you have, um, you know, you have you have the the AEW crew on TV, pretty much calling WWE's. Critic, I mean, the way WWE handles handled the pandemic. Yeah. At the same time, it's kind of like, well, they didn't do a good job of handling the pandemic, but yet we have one of our top guys going out to a a, a concert or rally in North Dakota with a quarter million people, and not uh, not to not mention this idea. Not to mention, like, if you end up getting COVID and you end up going to the hospital and they go, "Why? Well, how did you get it? What happened?" I went to a Fozzie show. <laughs> Bro, come on. Just stay home. Who's who's actually putting themselves out there to go to a Fozzie show and get COVID? That's what I want to know. I want to know who are those people because why are you putting yourself at risk for Fozzie among all bands? I, 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 I don't know. Um, but people... They, you know, they they're dying to go to concerts. They're dying to get to, to life as quickly as um as normal as possible, as quickly as possible. And you you couldn't they, pay me enough to go to a concert and it be fuzzy right, right now. Right. Let alone fuzzy. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't really care about Judas that song too much. I'm all right. I'm all right. Other other than, than, than the radio, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's Jericho's intro, and that's it. Um, but going back to what you said about um. About Jericho having that two-month tour, I don't think he's going to come back. So I, I mean, him losing the, to Cassidy was the right move. Um, I think he's going to be gone for a little bit. There's especially now. I mean, there's no point of him coming back. Right. And then yeah. having and then going back and forth with the shows is just not worth it. So I think he's going to be gone for a while. Um, I did like the tag team segment for another. Since we're talking about Dynamite, I thought um, they did a great job with um, having. The Rock and Roll Express, Tolly and Hard, oh, yeah. Bucks, and um, FTR in, 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 all in the ring. And um, FTR did turn. Uh, they gave uh, Ricky Morton the spike pile driver. God bless Ricky Morton. The guy's 63, 64 years old, and he's still taking bumps. Looks every bit of it. Looks he every looks every bit of it, but he's still going out there, man. I give him credit. Yeah. He's, he's, he's looking pretty, pretty old, man. Yeah. <laughs> pretty old. <laughs> But uh, um, another thing, dude, Mike Chioda. Ooh, this is a on AEW. I was Mike, Chio- Mike Chioda. Yes, he's uh, he was actually there. I don't know if it's a one-time thing or if it's going to be permanent. But he was refereeing uh, the main event. Right, Mike Chioda. Not to be confused, Mike Shinoda. I always get the two mixed up. But uh, <laughs> dude, how good is Jr. Jr. is a super good uh, commentator. Like the little nuance thing when he said. Uh, 
don't adjust your screen. It is Mike Kyoto or something like that. Some call he made. I was like, fuck, that's a good ass call. Yep. That's Dude, a good he's ass so good, call. man. When, when he's on his A game, JR is very good. Um, I know he gets bashed quite a bit. Um, he tends to get more criticisms than praises. Um, but when he's on his A game, he's, he's very good. He's one of the, uh, he's the best. I guess we can pose that question too. It's not the end, but we'll we'll pose this to our our people if they think Mike Kyoto is the best ref of all time. Uh, we'll save our opinions for next week. I guess we can kind of see engage what people decide. He he did he did do the final pin for the Orange Cassidy and uh, and um, Jericho. He he's tapped four times. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro, you've been officiating for like what like thirty for. 40 years, man? Like, how are you tapping four times for the win, dude? You know, I, I've noticed it quite a bit in referees as well, like, where they would tap, like, multiple, they, they tap more than what they're, they're, uh, they're calling out. So, yeah. like, it, it does happen. Um, I'm not going to criticize Kyoto, excuse me, Kyoto for that. Um, it, it, it just, it just happens. It's more of a referee thing. Um, he's been out of, the, he's been out of wrestling for a while. Right, right. It's been a couple months. I mean, uh, he, he was released back in April, yeah. Damn, that's a nice. And nice he was vacation. all sweaty. It was super humid there, right? Because that boy was sweating. In Florida? Like, Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, god damn. But yeah, it looks like they're setting up Moxley and uh, MJF too. Oh, let me, uh, let, let, since we're talking about that, um, I love MJF. I mean, I, I whenever I get a chance to, to praise MJF, I'm, I'll praise him. I think he's the best heel in the business right now. Can you name me a better heel? He's the best heel in the business. Randy Orton. What? I don't know if he's a great put him up higher. No, man, because we're talking about professional wrestling. Uh, he's not a wrestler like Bobby just said right now. I don't think he's that good in ring. I mean, yeah. he's Enzo at best right now. He's doing too much to be Ooh, honest. I don't know if he's Enzo. <laughs> he's not. No, he's not bad. Enzo. No, he's not. He's he's he, for him being in the ring. For him being twenty-four years old, he can carry himself. Um, yeah. Now I don't think he should be AEW champion, not yet. But nope. for his age, for what he for what he can do in the ring, he has he still has a lot to learn in the ring. But the way he carries himself on the mic is second to none. I, I can't think of anyone who can match up with MJF MJF wit wise or t- or mic wise. I can't think of anyone. He's no, cool. no. He's, he's like Enzo and like. Enzo Tiano, I'm just kidding. He's like Enzo More. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, like, he's just mad corny. Like, he's doing yeah. too much. MJF is mad corny? Yeah, he's so corny to me. I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But I, I thought that, that I don't know, I don't know if that. you guys saw that video that I posted of uh, him pushing the guy, and it was, um, what, who did he push? Because he was in WWE. It so, was in the I'll, I'll, yeah, let me explain that one. So the, the video Bobby's talking about was, um, he was in WWE about a year ago, and um, there was a segment where Joe was walking toward the ring, and he had a bunch of security guards with him, and he was trying to get closer to Joe, or at least try to be like in the same length. And Joe just shoves him to the uh, to the side, like, "Hey, get the fuck away from here!" And on this segment of, of uh, Dynamite, um, he um, I, I'm trying to remember what um, I think it was Lee something Lee Johnson. Uh, Lee Johnson's one of his bodyguards, and he he was nowhere near MJF. But MJF, being the dick that he is, just shoves him for no reason. Kind of essentially parroting what happened last year on uh, on Raw when he made his appearance. Yeah, yeah. he's like, "You're in my shot. Yeah. That's You're in my shot, Bozo. Get out of here." 
That shit's pretty hilarious, though. But yeah, yeah stupid camera angles laying on the on the uh, when he's laying on the ring. I'm like, this is too stupid. This is dumb. I, I like <laughs> it. I like it. All right, he better yeah. lose too. And Mox looks terrible. Uh, Mox is the champ. Like the guy, nah, over, bro. Like like I said, um, I don't see MJF being champion yet. That's down the road. I don't see a title change happening anytime soon. I know we're gonna give our predictions um, a couple weeks, but I still don't see it happening. Um, no, I think it's just opponent for now until until like, they get passed uh, all out. Yeah. Right. Well, SmackDown was because they had that uh, women's battle royal. Uh, I think you were talking about it, Dick. Uh, how they you think that Asuka is gonna kind of uh, take on both title contenders. I mean, yeah, look, real quickly about, about SmackDown. So uh, there was, they called it a triple threat elimination, whatever. I, I, I don't know what the, like, they said something like that, which didn't make much sense. But I noticed that it was, uh, I noticed Asuka was in the Battle Royal. I'm like, why is she in the Battle Royal if she has a match against Sa- against Sasha at SummerSlam? And then it dawned on me, I'm like, she's probably going to win it. Right. Because right. they kept mentioning that Sasha and Bailey both have title matches at SummerSlam, and then the week after, they're gonna have to defend their tag titles. And it was like, ah, I see it. Okay, um, the the match itself was not very good. It was not good, actually. Watch mm-hmm. uh, did, did you guys see where uh, sh- where Shayna almost killed? I think she almost killed Shotzi. As a matter of fact, she was, was trying. Uh, she was trying to do something. I think it was. I think it was Shotzi, but she was trying to. Do like a a power bomb or gut rich power bomb, and just it. She almost landed on her neck. It looked pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, it was just it was not very good. Um, it, it did tell the story of Oscar winning and to further friction amongst Sasha and Bailey. Um, is it going to be a triple threat match? Is it, is Oscar going to wrestle twice? I mean, we'll see. Uh, they didn't quite explain it tonight. I guess we'll find out. We'll find out um, on. Um, next week, that's going to be the go home shows for um, for SummerSlam. Um, did you guys see the ending for uh, Braun and uh, the Fiend and Alexa Bliss? Uh, Byron has a smile on it, so I'll let you go ahead and talk about it. Uh, well, first of all, what do you guys think about the look, Braun, bald Braun? Think it was time, or you think? I think him and the Fiend weird. need to give up the hair- hairdo. <laughs> their their hair is so thin, dude. So <laughs> thin, God. it's like ready to like. Pull out, dude! Like, <laughs> just let it go, dude. <laughs> be be like Corbin and just know that it's not going. Just take it off, dude. You right. got the beard. Just let the rest of it go, dude. <laughs> yeah, Braun looked kind of fishy to me, but I think you talked about it before we went on, uh, Bobby. About you're kind of confused on where it's going. The whole Bliss Braun Fiend thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Is so you got the Fiend. He's a heel, but then. Is Braun going heel? We had this whole thing where uh, the the fiend turns the people he fights into whatever their opposite. So if they're heel, they turn face. Their personality um, changes when they when they interact with the fiend. Yeah. So he had his match with the fiend. So does he is he turned heel now? So you're gonna have heel versus heel. I, I just don't know where they're going. Uh, I don't get it. You think they're turning? You, you think they're turning the fiend uh, uh, face? Huh? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't get that vibe. As far as a, a, I mean, I'm sure if I, eventually that might be the plan. As far as the theme being a baby face, but I don't know if you can do that right. I mean, I don't think he's ready right now. 
let alone there's no crowd. So another thing to consider is like how are you how are we gauging it? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think he is anytime soon. Uh, what's going to happen with Braun after SummerSlam? I think we kind of get an idea of, as far as who's going to win this match come SummerSlam. I know it's too early for predictions again, but um, I feel like that's the direction they're going to go. Um, what I'll say I'll is, I hope they turn him into a faction. Oh. So it'll be Braun, The Fiend, and Alexa Bliss, like all three of them like as a team. Like a little faction, you know, a bad bad guys faction. That would be cool. Get them on the the Firefly Fire Firefly Funhouse. Get them on there. You know, create some like characters for them. I think that would could be fun. But is that what WWE is gonna do? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what they're gonna do. So yeah, we, I mean, still don't that know. that could be that could be possible. Yeah. So well, we'll see. Hopefully, that's a, like I, I didn't even think about that, but that'd be a hell. Hell of a faction too. All main Hell event. yeah, dude! Both a woman main eventer and a, a female main event. Uh, main eventer is would be pretty big time. But we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much all the shit. That In, NXT. Did you guys uh, watch NXT this week? Oh shit! You're right. That uh, Finn Velveteen, the return of the rapist, as we like to call it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I got a couple things I want to talk about. Um. I thought the Keith Lee. Um. Not. I'm um, not. Um. Carrying cross contracts, and it was actually pretty interesting. Uh, they um, they ended up doing um, they ended up doing like a, a, a contract signing, and uh, as Keith Lee opened up the contract, he got blinded by fire, and yeah, he had yeah. to be sent to the hospital. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. They they finally did something different with the contract signing. Um, are you guys sold on carrying cross? Uh, let me get your guys' thoughts on it. Uh, not yet. I haven't seen enough to let me know he's part on Keith Lee's level because Keith Lee's the man. And uh, shout out to Keith Lee for going extra overboard acting with that fireball. He, uh, he did, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty bad. But, yeah. What do you think, Bobby, about KK? I, I'm not sold on it at all. I, I think that they're, they pulled the trigger on him way too early. They threw him in that limelight real fast. So um, I think that they, they kind of screwed him on that one, and they should have let him – Go after some lower guys for a while, a little longer. Uh, but I'm not sold on it. Keith Lee's keeping that belt, dude. He better keep that belt. Right, right. See, that's the thing. Is like I don't know what 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 their what what's their goal. Like um, as far as carrying cross, I'm I'm actually sold on him. I he he looks like a legit main eventer. He looks like someone that Vince can get his uh, can get his hat. Like he's Vince can see him like oh we got to push this guy. He has the size. He has the look. So you're saying Vince can ruin him real quick then? Is that what you, I, you know what? <laughs> I more more likely, yeah, he will. But I think Karrion has that advantage over, say, an Adam Cole. Just the oh, yeah, physical yeah. gifts that gives good. him the advantage. And, and when it's Vince's company, you're gonna have that advantage. When when you're physically taller, when you're um, more muscular, when when you have those physical assets to you. You're going to be given more opportunities, and that's traditionally been the case. Um, and not to mention just the, his gimmick. I, I just like the gimmick where it's like this is a guy where he is a destroyer. Like he will fuck you up. No, I'm excited. I'm excited, I'm excited but like to agree with Bobby. I don't think he's at that level. Uh, that every you know that the Keith Lee level, we'll call it, which is pretty untouchable right to now. To put him as to, to put him as the, the champion. I mean, I I agree. 
I agree with you guys. Um, I still think I, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, what well, what's the plan? Are they, I mean, my my yeah, thing yeah. is future wise, he definitely has all it takes to be a great like one of the greats. But right now, no. I think they pulled the trigger on him way too early. They should have. Well, if he loses, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. And what do you do after that? But if he wins, then why put the belt on Keith Lee? It's kind of like, what are we? What's going to happen? You know. You know, but see, the thing is, if Keith Lee loses, you know the reason why he lost. It's because Vince McMahon wants him in that main event spotlight at the WWE, like Raw and SmackDown. Right. He doesn't want. Well, him here's on. A, see, that's the thing okay. is like, if he loses, we're in, in all likelihood he should be going to either Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. We don't that's, know that because look what happened with uh, Rhea Ripley when she lost at WrestleMania. We all thought, oh, she's going to go to Raw and she's going to feud with Charlotte. No, they they she's, dropped her to Charlotte. They she's still on she's still on NXT. Um, I they don't know. dropped her to Charlotte. That that was the whole. That was that was a bad move. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm I'm interested to see where it goes too. Definitely, I, I am too. And then uh, just real quickly talk. Uh, so if we mentioned Velveteen Dream, he's he's back officially. Um, he didn't win that triple threat match um, against uh, it was him Grimes and who was the third person. Uh, the Asian uh, Kushida. Kushida. And uh, it was a good match. Um, I, I honestly would have gone with Kushida. I think Kushida would have been a better fit. Um, but they're very high on, on, on Cameron Grimes. I mean, Trevor Lee is a good talent, great talent. Um, I just, I'm just not a fan of his gimmick. Um, yeah. I'm just really gimmick? not. But in, in the ring, he can go. So yeah. um, I'm okay with it. Uh, it was quite interesting that Velveteen did turn at the end. Um, it appears that he's going to be turning heel um, because he beat the crap out of Kushida after. I mean, where do you see Velveteen heel. Dream? Like, where? What, what are your guys' thoughts on him? He's going. He's definitely going to the main roster soon. Uh, I think this was his, him with Finn is a setup for him to, to jump ship because it's time, man. He's been really. He's he's been in NXT as long as like Gargano and then it's so it seems. He, he has – he's been there for a while, though. The difference being, though, is, um, you know, Gargano's been a wrestler much longer than Velveteen Dream, you know. Um, also, Gargano doesn't have any rape accusations. So. Oh, yeah, that's a big Well, that's another thing as well because <laughs> uh, before, before we get – before I want to get into that, um, Dream, you know, he, he's – he hasn't really impressed me. He didn't impress me that much this match. It was one match, but even before that – it, it just seemed – it didn't seem like anything spectacular. It seemed like it was kind of the same if maybe he he, he downgraded perhaps. I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, but we'll see what happens, what they're going to do with him. Um, and, of course, we mentioned, like, the, the rape accusations. Um, he's back, obviously. If WWE found something that they didn't like, he would have been brought back. Do you guys have anything you want to add or anything you want to say about um, the Velveteen Dream? Yeah. I mean, I look kind of, yeah, he looked a little rusty too. Like he wasn't as fluid. Um, but I hope he comes back. It's I, been a couple of months. Yeah, you can tell he's lost a little bit of that. But um, he's young. Hopefully, he comes back and rebounds to be the guy we think he could all be. Yeah. What also doesn't help is that apparently he's um, there's been reports that he's been getting he's been getting backstage heat as far as um, getting preferential treatment from. From 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 the higher ups, I don't know as far as what exactly that entails. I mean, maybe this might have something to do with these accusations and how 
WWE kind of may, may have possibly stuck their neck out for him. Um, it just seems like there's just a lot of trouble involving Mr. Clark at the moment. And uh, he's not quite out of the woods yet. So, so we'll see. Um, we'll just have to see what happens down the road. If, if um, he's going to go to the main roster, he might stay. Because he's been in NXT for uh, quite a few years. Uh, yeah. I don't know if – I mean – if he was consistently wrestling, I would say, yeah, go ahead and bring him to the to the roster to, to either Raw or SmackDown. But he's been in and out for a while, so I I, I don't know. I mean, until he gets his rhythm back, then then I would ask the question of whether or not you want to put him put him on a Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, see, the fate of him. But I think we're almost out of time. Uh, our Zoom meeting is about to end. Uh, uh, any anybody have last thoughts? Well, we had that uh, Mike Chioda. Did you guys oh, yeah. want to save that? Yeah, well, no. We'll How much time have we got? No, we'll, we'll just ask that question. We'll talk about it now, and then we can uh, – And we can get Drew's thoughts as well next week. As well. Yeah, we'll discuss the results. Too. So what do you guys think? Do you guys think Mike Chioda is the greatest ref? I'm going to say no already, and I'll tell you who I think is better. You guys probably know who's better already. Uh, but, yeah, is Mike Chioda the best referee of all time? Yes or no, agree, disagree, whatever you want. Uh, let us know, whatever. Anybody have any last closing thoughts? Nah. Uh, I mean, wrestling is kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go then, who do you guys got, Stipe or Cormier? Ooh. That's a tough one, man. So I'll, I'll just, I, be I'm going to rub it in with you. They're one and one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I would rather have uh, Miocic win. Because uh, I want him to win because he has more – he's going further. Right. Whereas if DC wins, he's retiring right after this. He's so retiring he's either way, yeah, right? So I wouldn't want him to win, although I love DC, though. DC's my boy. So let's make our picks. Pick one, guys. I want to say DC. Ooh, by knockout? But I don't want him to win, though. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I saw I, I saw um the weigh in and I saw how much like I saw Stipe. He's in shape. He's he's ready to go. He's got that. I don't. I haven't. Yeah. He's I, been out I mean, for a bit. He's never. He's been out for a while, but I never seen him look that good um in a long time. Uh, Checking him out. Wow. Uh, duh. Duh. <laughs> There's something we should know. Uh, DC. Uh, DC. Is his last match? I mean, it'd be nice for him to get a win, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Stipe on this one. I think Stipe's gonna kill DC in retirement. What? I'm, I'm going DC knockout. You know, if this was a wrestling, if this was a legit WWE wrestling match, DC would be putting over Stipe to, to like, you know, like he would like, all right, bro, the rest is you take over. <laughs> Yeah, but this is it, and DC's gonna go out on top. One yeah, more I would, I would love it. I would like it. I would like it too. But I mean, I'm gonna play devil's advocate and go with Stipe on this one. Who'd you get, Bobby? Did you say Stipe too? I, I'm DC's gonna win. win. Oh. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm the only one that went uh, Stipe. Crazy. We'll see you then. All right, guys. All right. See you guys next week. Too sweet. Oh shit! Not ending.